Okay, we're up to the Mishnah Daf Samach Dalit Amr Aleph. The Mishnah says like this: The Mishnah is describing the father. If the father claims something, do we believe him? So the Mishnah says, Kadashti is biti. If a father claims that I was Makadish my daughter, when when she was under bat mitzvah, I was Makadish my daughter when she was under bat mitzvah, or Kidashtiu Garshtiu, or I was Makadish her and then I was Makabal Gerishin. So not only was she, so the first one is that she's married, she's an Ishish. The second one is that she's married and then she got divorced. So she's Pasla Kahuna, she's a divorcee. Kishi Katana, if you claim all these things when she's still a Katana, very Katana, so you claim this took place when she was under Bat Mitzvah and she's still currently under Bat Mitzvah, Neman, you're believed. But, but if you make these same exact claims when she's no longer 12, now she's 15, 16, and you're claiming, when she was 12, I did this, when she was under 12, I did this, so the Gemara is going to obviously going to have to try to figure out what exactly is the Chilak. Again, you're claiming that you Mechabal you, you Kedushin and Gerishin for her when she was 11, and she's still 11, you're believed. You say that exact same claim when she's 17, you're not believed. The question is, what exactly is the difference? The second claim is uh, which should never happen again. She said if someone is taken captive, we assume they're Pasal Kahuna. Because, uh, because Leilenu the Goyim uh, attack them, and it means that, that they were with, Ke- with Ke- Goyim, so the Apostle Kahuna. So, Nishbiz Upadisiha, Bein Shikatana, Bein Shikadayla, Enenem. And if the father claims that she was taken captive, but he redeemed her, and no one knew about this, he's never believed. So, when it comes to saying that she was married, if he claims that he married her off, and she's still a katana, he's believed, but if she's a gadola, no longer believed. And when it comes to captivity, never believed. And the question is, what exactly is the reason for this? Maishna Resha Maisha Sefer. Let's analyze the beginning of the mission and the end of the mission. How come if you claim that you married her off, it has to be that she's still a katana? What exactly is the chilek? So the Gemara says, Resha Biyade, Sefa Lav Biyade. The Gemara's answer is, the question is like this. The, the Gemara's explanation is as follows. You're claiming that she's married, right? So your claim affects her status regarding the whole world. You're only believed if you still have the ability to do it. Meaning, what's the reason why we wouldn't believe you? You're lying. Why would you lie if you could still do it? If the kid, again, the girl is 10 years old. She's still currently 10 years old. The father gets up and says, ah, she's married. I married her off. So of course he's believed. Why? Because if he wanted to lie... He could do it right now. <laughs> Why would he lie? If he's so, in, he, he, it's it's within his purview to still do it. So because he could still do it, somebody's telling the truth. Because if he really wanted to, he, if he really wanted to mess her up, he would just marry her off right now. The fact that it's biyadai, the fact that it's still within his ability, means that somebody's telling the truth. But if she's seventeen now and he claims, "Oh, I married you off when you were 11, it's like, well, you can't do that right now. So that's very convenient that you're claiming you did something six years ago that no one knows about. So if it's Biyada, if he still has the ability to mess her up right now, he still currently can marry her off and make her an ish So because it's within his ability, Mustami is telling the truth. But if it's no longer in his ability, if it's no longer in his ability, then Mustama, then then he maybe, I don't know, maybe he's upset with her. So, so, so as the chilik is whether it's biyada or not biyada. Okay? Okay, so now, so now let's go to the last case. The last case is he's claiming that she was taken captive. So let's not focus on that. But let's focus on what is the result. He is claiming she's Pasal Kahuna, right? 
The first one, what, claiming she's married affects her that she's an Eshes Ish. Claiming that she was taken into captivity is another way of saying, I am claiming that she's Pasal So he's not believed. Why? Because he can't make her Pasal It's not Biyadai. Right now we're saying the, the barometer is, is he, can he do this on his own right now? If he could do it on his own, he's probably telling the truth. He had no reason to lie. He could just do it. The fact that he's claiming it, Mstam is true. If he can't do it anymore, then uh, we don't believe him. The last case is he's claiming she was taken into captivity. In other words, she's Pasal Kahuna. We don't believe him because it's not like he could make her Pasal Kuna. How could he make her Pasal Kuna? So because it's not Biyoda, he's not believed. The question is... Huh? Maybe he's upset with her. Maybe she's dating a kind. He doesn't like the guy. The point is, it's not Biyoda. So anytime it's not in his purview, it's not in his ability, we think that maybe there's a chance he's lying. Now the question is, so right now, we're, in other words, we're claiming a father can never make his daughter Pasal Kahuna. Isn't that right? So well, what could he do? He, halachically. Obviously, he could pay a guy to live with her, but that, that's not, you know. Within halacha, there's no way a father can postle his daughter from kahuna. So because it's not within his rights, he's not telling the truth. Now we're going to analyze, is that true? The Gemara says, Can't he marry her to a halal? A halal is a kayan who came from a union that was not allowed. The Gemara is assuming that if a woman lives with a chalal, she's pasal kahuna. So he could marry her off to a chalal. That means that he has the ability to pasal her from kahuna. So once he has the ability to pasal from kahuna, it's other Then he should be believed to say that she was taken captive. Right? The Gemara is right now saying the reason why he's not believed taken captive is because it's not, it's not in his biyadai to pasal her kahuna. Why not? Why can't he marry her off to a chalal? So the Gemara says, you see from the sugya, the sugya follows the view the sugya follows Rav Destoy ben Yehuda. The Amar ben Yisrael mikvat Rav Destoy ben Yehuda's opinion is is that if you marry a chalal, you are not pasul kahuna. So our sugya follows that view. So we are still back at the score at the at the at the at the at the, at the, the starting line. There is no way a father has the right to pasul her from kahuna because he's not biyadai. He's not believed. Ah, he can marry her to a chalal, which would make her pasal kuna. Rav Destoy ben Yehuda is the author of our Mishnah who feels that a, if you live with a chalal, you're not pasal kuna. Okay? Har asila mamzer. Could he marry her off to a mamzer? Yeah, mamzer is chayve lavin. Chayve lavin, kedushin is toifus. So if he technically marries her off to a, la, a mamzer, while it's not allowed, it works. And if you live with a mamzer, you're pasal kuna. Oh. So the Gemara says, kiravakiva. Ar sugi falz ravakiva, dam ein kedushin toifus mechayve lavin. Our sugi follows Rav Akiva. That holds that if you live with a mamzer, Kedushin is not taifus. Rav Akiva's shita is that chayve lav and Kedushin is not taifus. So it's not biyaday. In your Rav Akiva, you can't marry to a mamzer because Kedushin is not taifus. It's, it's, it's not going to work. Okay, let's keep going. Even Rav Akiva who feels that Kedushin is not taifus with the chayve lavin, that if you marry a chayve lavin, it doesn't take effect. Even he agrees though that if an almana marries a kohen gadol, it does work. So isn't it within his purview to marry her off to a Kayin Gadol? She's an Almana, he'll marry her off to a Kayin Gadol. <coughs> which even Rav Akiva would agree makes, uh, is Kedushin is Typhus, it's a valid marriage, but it'll make her Pasal Kona. So why isn't it Biyadai? And the Gemara says, how do I know that Rav Akiva agrees that, that Almana Kayin Gadol Kedushin is Typhus? Kerev Simoy, because it follows Rav Simoy. The Tanner of Simoy, Oimer. Menakol Oyser Rav Akiva Mamzer Chutz Mi'alman Alukayin Gadol. Rav Akiva is the only, the only time Rav Akiva feels. Rav Akiva's shita is that every Chayve Lavin makes a Mamzer, meaning the Kedushin is not Typhus. 
So you can't marry her off the Chavi Lavin because it won't work. Except for Almanul Khan Gadol, says Rav Simoy. Why? Because the Pasuk says regarding Almanul Khan Gadol, Lo Yikach Velo Yechalel. And the Pasuk specifically says, that it will be a marriage, it'll just make halalim. So according to Rav Simai, Rav Akiva believes that an Amon al is a good marriage, and it'll make her Pasal kahuna. so it's within his biyadah to make her Pasal kahuna. so he should be believed to say that she was taken captive. So the Gemara says, again, what's the kasha? The kasha is, we're saying right now it's not with. He's not believed by t- 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 telling her that she was taken by claiming she was taken into captivity and saying she's possible kuna because it's not. It's not in his hands to possible kuna in other ways. The answer is why not? Why can't he marry her up to a manal kain gadol? I Rav Akiva is the author of a mission that kedushin is not tayfis bechavi lavid. A manal kain gadol is the exception. Says Rav Simai. The answer is not everyone agrees with Rav Simai. The Gemara says. Kirav uh, Yeshevav. We're not following Rav Simoy's version of Rav Akiva. We're following Rav Yeshevav. Damar Boyu ben Etzaveach al Akiva ben Yosef. We should scream at Akiva ben Yosef. Sheyaimer Kol Shein LeBibi Yisrael Avla Mamzer. Rav Yeshevav disagrees. He feels no, and Amon Lekayin Gadol's Vaiter a Mamzer. Kedusha is not Tayvus on that even. Okay. The Gemara says I have one more option. One more option to say that it's biyaday, and that is what if you marry her off. Okay, Chayvik Krisa's out. Okay, we're trying to figure out whether a father, it's like a weird r- riddle, can a father make his daughter halachically pasla kahuna? Okay, from a halachic perspective. So you obviously can't just have her live with a guy. That's not halachically allowed. Okay, marry her to Chayvik uh, Mamzer, the Krisa's, Kedusha's not typhus. Chayvik Lavin, that would make her pasla kahuna. Falls her Vikiva, Kedusha's not typhus. I thought Amanal Kangal is the exception, not according to Rav Yesheva. Okay, one more. What if I marry her to a chayve aseh? Right? I marry her to someone who is a chayve aseh. So it's not a lav, meaning that it's a bitl aseh. Mitzri adoimi. A mitzri convert, adoimi convert. So, right, if a mitzri and adoimi convert for three generations, you're not allowed to marry them. If you marry them, you're not over a lav, it's a bitl aseh. The question is, what would Rav Akiva say about that? Normally the rule is, if you're having a forbidden relation, you're going to be Pasal Kahuna. So these people are forbidden relations. Now they're not forbidden from Los Essays. The question is, what's Rav Akiva Shita? Rav Akiva is pretty stark right now. Right now we're saying, Kedusha is not Taifas Chayvah Krisus. Kedusha is not Taifas Chayvah Lavin. Is Kedusha Taifas by Chayvah Aseh? According to Rav Akiva? If Kedusha is Taifas, then it's a good marriage, but it's Pasal Kahuna. Good. If Kedusha is not Taifas, then it's another example. So the question is, when Rabbi Yeshevav said that every forbidden relation, Rabbi Akiva would say, no good, Kedusha is not Taifas, was he including Chayvi Aseiz as well or not? Meaning, in other words, was Rabbi Yeshevav addressing Rav Simoy, that Rav Simoy said, Amon Alekayin Gadol, Kedusha is Taifas, and Rabbi Yeshevav says, no. But Chayvi Aseiz, Kedusha is Taifas. Or no, Rabbi Yeshevav has a new shita, which is, Kedusha is not Taifas on any forbidden relationships. In according to Rav Akiva, Kedusha is not Taifas on Krisus, Lav, Asay, nothing. So the Gemara says, There's two ways to understand Rav Yeshevav. Would Rav Yeshevav feel that a Chayvi Asay, Kedusha is Taifas? It's unclear. If he believes that it is Taifas, so then I have, I have an answer. Why is the father not believed to say that she was taken captive in a Pasal Kahuna? It's Biyada, he could Pasal Kahuna how? 
If he marries her off to a chayvi the marriage is valid according to one version of Rav Yesheva, according to Rav Akiva. The marriage is valid in Apostle Zakun. So the Gemara says, uh, forget everything we just said. W- what's this whole point? The Mishnah said, if a father says that she w- he married her off, and then she got divorced, and if he claims this when she's still a katana, he's believed, but when she's a gedayla, not believed. Claims about captivity, never believed. So we said, what's the difference? So we said, well, it's biyadai. When she's still under 12, it's biyadai. When she's above 12, it's not biyadai. And this led to this whole discussion of captivity, whether it's biyadai or not biyadai. It doesn't matter. Biyadai doesn't matter. Well, what's the claim, by the way, when she's under 11? He said, I married her off, and then I got her divorced. Is that biyadai, first of all? It's not biyadai to, to divorce her. That's not biyadai. So his claim is also not biyadai. Secondly, even marriage is not biyadai. What do I mean? We assume that the father can marry her off. Not true if the husband doesn't want her. Biyadai implies that like he's in complete control. The father's not in complete control. Yes, the father can marry her off if the husband, the future husband, consents. And he can't receive a divorce for her without the consent of the husband. It's not biyadai. The answer is, this has nothing to do with biyadai. It's exeris hakasev. HaKadosh Baruch Hu believes a father. When she's under bat mitzvah, he does not believe a father when she's above bat mitzvah, and he does not believe a father when it comes to captivity. It has nothing to do with biyadai and blah blah blah. It's stam nemonis. The Torah is nem on the av when she's a katana. He's not nem on the av when she's a gedolah. Simple. So the Gemara says, "You're telling me the whole thing is biyadai." First of all, in the claim in the Reisha, he claims that he married her off and then received her divorce. It's not his biyadai to, to divorce his daughter. He's not in control of having her be divorced. And also, it's not even biyadai to marry her off because if the future husband doesn't want to receive, doesn't want to marry her, then it's also it's he's not in control. Rather. It has nothing to do with biyadai. It's when a girl is under bar mitzvah, the Torah believes the father. As Rav Huna says, How do I know the father is believed? The Pasuk is referring to when she's a katana. And the Pasuk, so basically, in other words, says Rav Huna, it's very simple. There's a Kasev that the father is believed to marry her off. What is Akzeus Akasev? It's referring to a katana. Therefore, it only applies to when she's currently a katana, not when she's a gadayla. And secondly, we have no source in the Torah that the fathers believe regarding captivity. That's it. it has nothing to do with Biyadena. It's just that we do not have a source that the fathers believe. Okay, new Mishnah. Uh, okay, so here's the deal. We know that when a woman, <coughs> when, a, <coughs> when a husband dies, if... If she has children, there's no yibum. If there's no children, then if there's a brother, there's yibum. If there's no brother, there's no yibum. So here's the case. You have a guy on his deathbed. He says as follows. I have children. They're just not here. I have children. Meaning, there's no yibum. The question is, do we believe the guy? We believe him. Yeshli achim. But let's say instead of claiming he has children, again, the claim of children says no yibam. Instead of that, he says, I have brothers, meaning they didn't realize that he had brothers. He's like, hey, I have a brother somewhere, so there's yibam, ain't no 
So he's believed to say that he has children and there's no Yibam, but he's not believed to say that he has brothers and there is Yibam. So it seems like from the Mishnah, we believe him to avoid Yibam, we don't believe him to do Yibam. Okay, fine. Ama Neman Lahater, we believe him if he's stopping Yibam, Lahater meaning to allow her to marry other people. We believe him when it comes to a claim that pushes away from Yibam, Ve'inemen Eser, but we do not believe him when, it, when his claim is pushing her towards Yibam. Makes a lot of sense. Yibam, if you think about it, right? Yibam is marrying your brother-in-law. Right? Yibam is a whole, it's a whole, it's tying up the woman, it's, it's mamaj a whole to do, she can't marry other people. And the husband doesn't have the right to affect her life like that. If the claim is that she is mutter, fine. So right now, from our Mishnah, and by the way, I actually, I take it back, I think it's a strange thing. You should either believe the husband or not. But right now we're saying, if, what's his claim on his deathbed? Do we believe the guy? So the answer is, it depends. If his claim is pushing her towards Yibam, not believed. Away from Yibam, believed. That's the claim. The problem is, there's a machlekes tanoim, whether we believe the husband. And our Mishnah seems to not be like one opinion. The Gemara says, Name of Masis is like Rav Nosen. Our Mishnah is not like Rav Nosen, the Tanya. Bishas Kedushin Amar. Think about the case. A guy, when he gets married, not on his death, but on his marriage, he says, Yeshli Bonim. He says, You should not have kids. I have kids. So, that means no Yibam. Then Bishas Misa Amar Then on his deathbed he says, "Not true. I don't have kids." Yes, Yibam. Or Bishas Kedushin Amar Ein Or at the time of Kedushin he says, "I do not have brothers, so no Yibam." Bishas Misa Amar Yesh Achim. And on his deathbed he says, "I have brothers, so there is Yibam." So he's changing his mind. Rebbe says, "Here's the simple. Here's the rule. We will believe him if it pushes away from Yibam, not if it pushes towards Yibam." Mamish Ar Mishnah. <coughs> That's Rebbe Shiva. On deathbed, isn't there something we believe someone? On that no, we we we, we listen to him when it comes to kinyanim. Like he doesn't have to make a kinyan. Uh, okay, so Rebbe's opinion is that when it comes to these claims, we always go with no yibum, not with yibum. Rav Nosan Oimer, Afnem and Lesser. we believe the guy. We believe, we believe. Nasev and So our mission is not like Rav Nosan, right? Because again, our mission says the guy claims. I have brothers, we don't believe the guy. But in the, in the case of Rebbe Nassim, the case is where at the time of his marriage, he says, I have kids, so no Yibam. And then on his deathbed, he's like, I don't have any kids. I was lying. I thought it was funny. We do believe him. So our mission said, we don't believe when it comes to Yibam. That case, we do believe him. So our mission is not like Rebbe Nassim. So Rebbe Nassim responds, and the Gemara says, Amarava, Shani Hasam, Kivin the Bishas Misa, Kahadr Be'im Very strange answer. Rebbe says, in general, we don't believe the guy, but of the, the reason why we believe the guy is because he's changing his mind on his deathbed. He must be telling the truth. Meaning, on his deathbed, right? Meaning, in general, Rav is saying like this, in general, we do not believe the guy when it comes to pushing towards Yibam. Why over there do we, do, do we believe the guy? Because over there, his whole life he was claiming he had sons, so there's no Yibam. Then on his deathbed, he changes his mind. He's probably telling the truth on his deathbed. That's what Rav says. Meaning the fact that he's changing his mind and his deathbed means that it's a sign he's probably telling the truth. I would actually say the opposite. If you believe the guy when his story is flip-flopping, I think you should probably believe the guy when he never flip-flops stories. Right? Again, his whole life he's claiming, I have sons, I have sons, no yibum, no yibum. Then on his deathbed he's like, no sons. So like, Rav Nussin's like, I believe him. He's probably telling the truth. If he's changing his mind, he's probably telling the truth. In the case where it, it just stopped, no claim in the past, just saying, I have, son, I have brothers, but you don't believe him. 
What's the difference? So Rabbi says, because if he's changing his mind, he's probably telling the truth. Abaya says the exact opposite. Love called again, it's a kavakoimer. If you're believing the guy on his deathbed to say that there's Yibam when he's going against his original claim, so he's already proven he's a liar, and you're still going to believe him, you shouldn't believe him when he doesn't have an original claim. So our Mishnah, which says that we do not believe when it comes to pushing towards Yibam, is not like Rabbi Nassim. So the Gemara responds, no. The answer is like this. Our Mishnah is a separate case. In general, it could be we believe when it comes to Yibam or not. You know what the case of our Mishnah is? Our Mishnah's case is where there's a Chazaka. The Chazaka means you can have scenarios where the guy, you go up to a hospital, you're the rabbi, the guy doesn't know anybody in the community, they call up a rabbi, he's dying on his deathbed. He's Jewish, he's dying on his deathbed. You go into the deathbed and he starts talking about his family. I don't know what his family is. I don't know if he's got brothers. There's no Chazaka. That's not what we're talking about in the Mishnah. The Mishnah's case is Mochsiklon Ba'achi Veloy. I'm sorry. Deloy Mochsulon Ba'achi Veloy Mochsulon Bibni. The case is where this is a person in the neighborhood you've known for 20 years. The Chazaka. Everyone knows about him is he's got no sons and he's got no brothers. Meaning, we assume nothing. No sons, no brothers means no Yibum. The Chazaka is telling us everyone in the neighborhood assumes no Yibum. Ah. Therefore, because the Chazaka is pushing us towards no Yibam, meaning our Mishnah said we don't believe him, according to our Mishnah says we don't believe him if he's claiming something that pushes towards Yibam. Oh, it must be not like Rabbi Nassim. This is maybe in general we could follow Rabbi Nassim, that we do believe him when it comes towards Yibam. Over here, the reason why we don't is because the Chazaka tells us not to. There's a Chazaka that he doesn't have Yibam. It's not like just a claim. The Chazaka is there's no Yibam. So now the question is, are we going to go with what he said against the Chazak? That's the Shaila. The case of our Misha, the reason why we don't believe him when it comes to claiming that there's Yibam is because we're talking about a case where the Chazaka is that there's no Yibam going into the case, into his death, into his illness. The Chazaka is that he doesn't have children, he doesn't have brothers. So the Chazaka is no Yibam. Therefore, we're going to go with his claim. Go to the next page. Baraisa, but the case of the Baraisa with his Amachloikis, Rebbe and Rebbe Nassan, is the Muxalon Ba'achi, Beloy Muxalon Bibni. The case of Rebbe and Rebbe Nassan is where there was a Chazaka that he has brothers, meaning Chazaka status quo is that there should be Yibam. So now the Machloikis is do we believe his claim? One of his claims is not to have Yibam against his Chazaka. Damrinan, Mali Lashaka, right? Muxalon Bibni, again. The case is where he has a chazaka that he has brothers but no children. So he's already on his way to do yibam. And therefore, if he claims, if he claims that, uh, um, in the case of the, again, the case of the b'risa is where he has brothers, he has chazaka that he has brothers, but no chazaka that he has children. Therefore, he should be doing yibam. Rumors is that, and therefore, Damrina, and therefore, when at the time of the Kedushin, right, when he claims that um, that he has children, right, that was the case of the mission, right, he claimed in the case of the Brisa, when he got married, he claimed that he has children. Mali Lashaker, we assume that why else, why would he lie? My Kamar, Lemifter Miyibam, Matsyama Patinalach Megita, meaning he has a Chazaka that he should do Yibam. So, what's the Shail over there? Why is Rabbi and Rabbi Nassan arguing? Because he claims on his deathbed that there's no Yibam. 
even though there's a chazaka that there is, why would we believe him? Because he would say, my little shaker, why would he lie? He could easily just give her a divorce, right? He could divorce her right now, no yivam. He doesn't do that. The fact that he claims that he has children, mali l'shaker. So basically, in other words, you have the chazaka saying yivam, but the svara of mali l'shaker, which is why would he lie? He could avoid yivam just by giving her a divorce. So you got these two boats crossing at sea. The question is, which one wins? You have the chazaka saying that there should be yibam, because that was the rumor circulating his whole life. Now he's claiming no yibam, and the back of his claim is Malu Shagar, is why should he lie? Because he could just divorce her right now. So, he has to pay the ketubah. He wants to avoid that. Yeah, but he's dying. He doesn't care. Interesting. I'll check that out. So the Gemara says, Matzi patina lamigita. Ah. Rabbi Savar Mali Shakir ke Edim Dami, but also Edim Makar Chazaka. Rabbi feels that Mali Lashakir, that's Svar of Mali Lashakir, why would he lie? And therefore, what he's claiming is true, outweighs the Chazaka that there should be Yibam. For Avnazan Savar Mali Shakir ki Chazaka Dami, loyasi Chazaka, verkele Chazaka legamri. And Rabbi Nasim feels that no. Rabbi Nasim feels that the Chazaka of Mali Shakir is equal to the Chazaka of, of, of what you knew before that there should be Yibam, and therefore just let it, let it be. And we don't believe him. That's the that's the machlekes. Okay, you chaz it over. It's it's not uh, it's not that tricky. Okay, a new mishnah. This mishnah, in most of the gemara we've done recently, I want to say recently, um, recently is in daf nun aleph. So we had it two weeks ago. <coughs> Sorry. Okay, hamakadosh is bitay stam. So you uh, you go to a guy. And, uh, and uh, you say, I'm marrying off my daughter to you. You didn't specify which one. So who's included, who, 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 which one of your daughters is now married? So, the ones above, above 12 and a half are not included. Why? Because the father does not have the right to marry off a girl above 12 and a half. So it's pretty obvious. So if he's got five daughters, three of them are 11 and two of them are 20, the 20-year-olds are not included. And the Gemara is going to talk about it. It's pretty posh. Okay. Okay, this is a guy who has uh, who had two wives. Right? His first wife, he has Rachel and Leah, and then he had from a second wife Billa and Zilpa. And the ages are Rachel's the oldest, then Leah, then Billa, then Zilpa. So it's Rachel, Leah, Billa, Zilpa. He then goes to a person. He marries off one of his daughters. He doesn't remember which one, but he remembers that he said the Gedayla, the oldest. So the Gemara wants to know which one is it. So he says like this: Kedash is bidi gedayla. Any dayim gedayla shib gedayla. Gedayla shib gedayla. Kedayla shib gedayla. She gedayla. Mina gedayla shib gedayla. It could be three out of four. Why? It could be Rachel because she's the oldest. It could be Leah because Leah is older than the whole other set because she's still of the gedayla set. It could be Bilha because Bilha is older than Zilpa. It could be three out of four. So says our mayor: three out of four are aser. Three out of four require again. Except for Zilpa, because Zilpa is the youngest of the youngest. It's definitely not her. Rav Yaisi Aymer, Kulan Mataris, Chutzman Agdalus, Shibagadalus. Rav Yaisi disagrees. Rav Yaisi feels that a father would not use a lotion that would put multiple people in peril. And therefore, if he used the lotion of Gedayla, he is obviously only referring to one, and that is Rachel. Meaning, in other words, the Machlaikas of Rebbe Meir and Rav Yaisi is when a father would use a Lashen to marry off the daughters, would he pick a Lashen that would put multiple people into a case of doubt? 
right? By him using the lashon of Gedoyla, how do you look at that? According to Rav Yaisi, a father would never put multiple daughters in Suffolk. Therefore, Gedoyla must mean Rachel. Rav Meir says, I think a person would. Therefore, the word Gedoyla includes all ambiguous Gedoylas, which is Rachel, Leah, and Bila. Okay. And therefore, the, Huh? Well, at the time, he probably knew who he was talking about. He just doesn't remember. He doesn't remember anymore. At the time, he probably meant one of them, but he just doesn't remember. The question is, would a, do we assume when a person uses that, uh, an ambiguous Lushen, would he use a Lushen, would he be referring to three out of his four daughters as Gedailah? That's the question. <coughs> Rav Yaisi says, no, a person only refers to Gedailah as the oldest because he doesn't want to put other people into a matzav of a suffix. That's the Mechalikas. That similar Mechalikas, Kedashi's beat the Katana, Venidim, Katana Shabiktanis, Katana Shabiktanis, Katana Shabiktanis, Shikatana, Minakatana Shabiktanis, Kulanasuris, Chutz, Minakdela Shabiktanis, Divra Mayor, Viasim Kulutaris, Chutz, Makhtana Shabiktanis. The exact same Mechalikas happens if he said, I married off the Katana one. According to RVIC, the only one that's Asser is Zilpa. She's the youngest of the youngest. According to Rameyer, no. Zilpa is going to be us because she's the youngest, youngest. Bill is going to be us because she's the youngest, of the, she's younger than the other set. Leia is going to be us because she's the younger of Rachel. The only one that's going to be Mutter is Rachel. So, three and one, one and three. That's that. Okay. Now, we said in the first case of the Mishnah, this is what we run through this. If you remember, there was a sugya called Kedushin Shein Masur and Labia. Kedushin Shein Masur and Labia means that you have a Kedushin, but it can never lead to relations. The question is, does the Kedushin take effect? I mean, you go over to two sisters. And you say, I'm a Kaddish one of you. And you never say which one. So the question is, obviously you can't live with either of them because you don't know who's your wife and who's your wife's sister. The question is, Kedush and Taifas at all. So here, you went to a father and you said, I'm a Kaddish. The father said, I'm a Kaddish one of my daughters. So what did we say? The, all the daughters that are under Bat Mitzvah are included. The ones above 12 and a half are not. But all the ones under Bat Mitzvah are included. It sounds like there's multiple daughters. There's like three under Bat Mitzvah, there's two at 20. The 20 year olds are not included. But the three under Bat Mitzvah are. I, it's Kedush Shein Masur Labia. You don't know which sister you're married to, so you wouldn't be able to live with any of them because you don't know if it's your sister or if it's your wife's sister. It would be all Aser, right? The Gemara says, Hakitanis Bechlal, right? The implication is that the only ones that are not included in the marriage are the ones above 12 and a half. But the ones under Bat Mitzvah are, even if it's multiple, I, Sham, you know, Kedusha Shemesur and Labia have a Kedushin. Isn't this a Raya that Kedusha Shemesur and Labia have a Kedushin? The Gemara says, no, we have the same Meshachavatai. The case is not what you thought. The case is not where there's multiple daughters under Bat Mitzvah. If there were, it would be Kedusha Shemesur and Labia, it would not take effect. The case is there's a 10 year old and a 20 year old. And what's the point of the Mishnah? You know who's married to him? The 10 year old. Not the 20-year-old. And here's the problem. That's pretty posh. The father has no jurisdiction on a girl above 12 and a half. He's got a daughter who's 20 and a daughter who's 10. He goes over to the guy and he says, my daughter is Mekudosh to you. And what did we say? Who is the, who is the husband married to? The 10-year-old. Avada, he doesn't have power to marry off the 20-year-old. So what's the Chiddush? So the Gemara says, first of all, First of all, you're telling me that there's only one adult daughter and one katana daughter. It says bigris, which is plural. It says my bigris, bigris da alma. It means uh, the, uh, the general, uh, you know, not this, but the general statement. Okay, but the answer is pshita. Bigris ma'avidetayu. I don't know the chiddush of the Gemara is that if there's a girl above, t- the girl above 12 and a half doesn't count. He doesn't have jurisdiction over her. So it's poshit. So the Gemara says, ha'chamayaskina de shavise shliach. <coughs> the case is 
He's got two daughters. He's got a 10-year-old, which the Torah says marry her off. He's got a 20-year-old that's out of his jurisdiction, but the 20-year-old appointed him as a shliach. He goes over to a guy and he says, my daughter's Mekudosh to you. The Chiddush is that we assume that he meant the 10-year-old and not the 20-year-old that appointed him a shliach. Why? Oh, so that's a Chiddush. You might think that because she appointed him as Shliach. When he married off, he meant her. He meant the 10 year old. Why? Because he benefits from the 10 year old. He gets the Kesef Kedushin. The 20 year old, although she appointed him as a Shliach, he doesn't get to keep it. So, Mustama, he did something that helps him. The 10 year old. Correct. Oh, the Chiyav is. So then the Gemara says, right now, it's a good point. You're saying, what about the Chiyav? Why are you saying? Because of the money. So the Gemara says, right now, the reason why we assume he married off the 10 year old is because he benefits, he gets the money, the Kess of Kedusha, but not, not the 20 year old. The Gemara says, What if the daughter that's 20 year old said, You'll keep the money? This is what Gavin says. The answer is, forget about that. Mistama, a father would take care of his Chiyav. Before his non chiv, his chiv is his ten year old. Therefore, Mustama, that's what he meant. Okay, now let's just finish up. Um, we said that there are two cases in the Mishnah. Again, you use an ambiguous lashon. So there's four daughters. Says our mayor, three out of the four are included in the ambiguous lashon. They all need to get. Rabbi Yezi says no. A person doesn't use an ambiguous lashon, and only one of them is included. That was the case where you said gedayla, and then the exact same case when you said katana. Three out of four. So mamish the exact same thing. The Gemara wants to know why do you need both cases? Tricha, you need both. If you only had the first case where you said the word Gedoyla, I'd say, only that case did Rameir say that the word Gedoyla is ambiguous. Because there are multiple daughters under the oldest, it makes sense that he would call three out of four elder. It's not normal to call one katana over the other. Meaning, I guess, like older siblings. Like, I guess people use the term older sibling more than they use the term younger sibling. So maybe by older, it makes more sense that there's more included. Kamash no, it's all the same. Now, we'll end with this. Right now we're saying that if a person uses a Lushan that it's ambiguous and he puts himself in a matzah of a suffix, Rav Meir feels that a person does that. A person would use a Lushan that would put himself into a suffix and therefore three out of the four are Osir. And Rav Yossi disagrees, a person would not. So Rav Meir says a person would, Rav Yossi says a person would not. The problem is by Nadarim, we have the exact opposite. The Gemara says, Lememra, you see from here, the Rameir Sava, you're telling me that Rameir feels machis inish nafshil sveka. A person will use a lashon to put himself in a place of a suffix. Rav Yosef Sava, loy machis inish sveka. And Rav Yosef feels a person would not. We have the exact opposite case. This is referring to uh, Nedarim. This is a Sugi Nedarim, just trying to figure out what people mean. Hanoider ad pesach. If a person says, I'm not going to eat popcorn ad pesach, that means asach again. Is ad pesach. Until the beginning of Yamtif, Erev Yamtif, during Yamtif, Matzah Yamtif. So Ad HaPesach means until Pesach begins. It's only Aser until Erev Pesach. Oh, I picked a lot. That was my example. Aser Achegia. Ad Shiyehei Pesach, if you say the words Shiyehei Pesach, that's Ad Shiyehei, that includes Pesach. So Ad HaPesach is before, Ad Shiyehei is after. What about Ad Pinei? So it's this Shiloh. You're using a Lashon that's ambiguous. Would a person put himself in a lotion that would answer multiple days when you're not sure? What does their mayor say? Achigia. The mayor says a person doesn't do that. 
It's just us until Pesach starts. A person wouldn't do that. I over here, he says a person would. Over there, he says a person would not. What does Yossi over here, he says a person would not. What does he say? Achiyese. Bistava person asked all of Pesach. So it, it's, it's the exact opposite. You know what the Gemara says? What are you, what are you, we've done enough Gemara, we've done more than half a shas. What do you do when you're not sure, when the names don't work out? You flip it. Fix the uh, flip the sheet is Vatanya and the Brice of Axis Abzahaklal, Kol Shizmane Kivu of Amr Ad Pene, Ramir Amachi Yetse, Rabyosi Amachiagia. So we have to reverse it to make it work. That Rav Meir is the one who's consistent like he is over here, that a person uses ambiguous lush and yasers, multiple things. Rav Yosi would disagree. I will right, we'll stop there. Right. My pleasure.